see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hello. Hello. So, uh, we have a new president. Yes, we we do. Um, what is funny is that I, well, I woke up at like let's call it around twelve forty-five, and you know I'd been I checked it last night and stuff, and you know it was still holding at the time at like two sixty-four. And my, um, a client of mine, all she did was texted me and it said, it's over with all these exclamation point uh, marks after it. So, um, you know, I figured that's what she was talking about. So I immediately went to Google to check and was actually the first one to in turn tell Kenrick that it had been decided. My husband who's attached to, you know, Facebook and all that stuff 24 seven, found out for me at like one o'clock today. So um, I'm, I'm still cautiously excited um, because, you know, obviously with all the Trump stuff and, you know, just it's, it's not done till it's done. So. Um, well, for me, I mean, I, I posted today, I'm sure you saw the beautiful thing I posted. Right. Uh, yeah. Cause I'm on social media. Yeah. But I, I posted it today. I'm just going to enjoy it. You know, um, but, you know, obviously Trump has 74 more days as president. Yes, and and there's a lot that can be done in 74 days. Well, and, you know, up till now, he's always, you know, had a little bit of having to face up to the fact that, you know, he had to get reelected. But now he has 74 days. He can do whatever the hell he wants, as crazy Mm -hmm. as he wants. And he's got, you know, control of our nuclear arsenal. Um, he's barricaded himself in the White House. I don't know if you've seen all the walls that are surrounding the White House now. Um, uh, no, that sounds very Hitler-esque. Okay. Well, they started putting up all those walls um, before the election, um, you know, to keep out, you know, protests and that kind of stuff. And now there's like six levels of walls surrounding the White House. You should see the pictures if you haven't looked. It's insane. Well, no, I haven't seen it, but my client, the one who ended up telling me that Biden won was we were we met this week and we were just kind of we spent the first half an hour of our meeting talking about what was going on with the election. And she had said that, yeah, you know, down in Washington, that places are, you know, like boarded up and all this kind of stuff. And she's like, you know, it's certainly very surreal because, you know, the United States is is meant to be an example to the world as far as us having peaceful elections and transition periods. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I, of course, grew up in a country where election time was very, it was still a dangerous time, you know? And so the things we take for granted um, or have taken for granted have been essentially upended by Trump's pres- presidency. Um, yeah, and all, all the stuff he's doing right now with, you know, accusing everybody of cheating and all this. Yeah, and yeah. We're believing it, even though there's no evidence. Um, yes, I was reading something that said that, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, he won if you count all the legal votes. 
And right. I'm like, so you're essentially saying that the, the individual states don't know what the hell they're doing. And, you know, I'm like, how, how does that then not cast doubt into how you were elected the lot, you know, four yeah. years ago? So what you see is that, you know, you'd think even if he were just an, an asshole that he would want, that he wouldn't want to tear down democracy, you know, that he could want to ruin America. I wouldn't put it past him, though. I mean, the things that yeah, he's done. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, he is totally, he's trying very hard to delegitimize the Biden presidency before it ever begins. And, and I mean, I know his base will, of course, be- believe it. I'm sure they, they are. Yeah. Do. Um, my concern is that he won't go away even after all this is said and done that he's still gonna have some sort of podium and i was telling Kay, i said i just hope that the white house simply ignores him not you know just to basically say okay we condemn all the chaos that he wants to cause but we actually have work to do you know um it's still scary though because i mean his his base is very loud and often very ignorant um and i i mean it was the weirdest thing i immediately thought when i was reading an article i was like okay biden's 77 i know he's gonna about to be 78 i think i'm like i hope he just makes it to inauguration day i mean you know i mean he is now the oldest elected president and i'm just like it you know 2020 everything that could go wrong seems to have gone wrong in some sense and i'm i'm just hopeful that we make it to uh you know january without incident well you know um you know even even my mother has been saying you know that everybody believes on that side that the whole plan has always been to elect biden and then biden will step down early on so that we'll have this socialist president, Kamala Harris. Oh my God! Seriously? That's always that has always been the plan. I don't understand how any. It's not. It's not rational. I mean, these are very irrational thoughts. It is. I. I. I, I don't even. Well, you didn't even do this. Sorry. Go ahead and do our open. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, welcome to another fantabulous episode of In the Stacks with Barry. Latoya and nobody else what no T'Challa today oh no um it's actually just me for the weekend I mean obviously my mom's around right right you know uh nobody else is here um T'Challa is off uh spending the weekend with his mom and his aunt and his uh granny because it's uh his aunt's aunt Connie's birthday and uh granny's birthday oh cool okay all right so I know earlier he called me, he was at uh, Barnes and Noble and was looking for a, a birthday present for me. Um, <laughs> Did you tell I, him, look on your Amazon list? <laughs> he was trying to log in because his he we've gotten new phones, you know, mm-hmm. and his new phone didn't carry over the password for Right, no, they usually don't, unfortunately. Yeah, so I had to give it to him again. Oh, okay, okay. But um, yeah, so See, that's what it is, so it's just me. Okay, well, I guess we'll just have to make do. Yeah. So back to the election stuff, um, you know, I spent the majority of the time. So I'll I'll start with this on Tuesday. Obviously, I didn't I didn't watch or listen to any of the election stuff because I'm like, you know, it, it 
just it emotionally I couldn't handle it I was already stressed out with uh, work stuff so I'm like I just don't need that complication in my life so unlike four years ago I did not have the tv on CNN um, I, I watched just, it until it was my bedtime no I this year this time I was like I, I can't um so but what was really odd was that um as I was going to sleep or getting ready to go to sleep on Tuesday night when I turned on the tv um it was I guess I'd watched a CNN documentary a couple nights before so it was still sitting on that channel so at that moment I saw you know like they were of course saying Georgia's going to Trump and blah 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 and so I just you know I'm like I was only on it for like maybe five or six seconds but the next day uh, on Wednesday I had basically a mental health day I was just stressed out and just, I mean, again, it was not just the election stuff, but just other stuff going on in my life that I just was like, I, I can't. I had to like tune out of everything. So I didn't do any, I didn't look at any election stuff at that point. And then it wasn't until um, Thursday when I got back in the office that I decided that um, I would simply just look at the results on Google uh, because I didn't want all the extra commentary. I just wanted to see the raw data. You know, so it's been interesting to me just how, well, the whole Georgia thing, uh, you know, our home state in this weird kind of, you know, in this place where it was red, shifted to blue. Right now, I think there's like maybe 4,000 votes separating the two. Um, we have a runoff in the Senate. I think we're the only state that <laughs> that does. Yep, we have two runoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's just, I just think it's hilarious that Georgia has become very much a part of the news cycle. Um, I was telling Kay, I'm concerned about with the runoffs, I said, traditionally speaking, most people don't give a crap about runoffs, you yeah. know? And so I'm like, my concern is like, in the case of like Purdue or whatever, that people won't stay engaged enough to even remember that, oh, yeah, we got to do a runoff. So well, I I think I know the Democrats and the Republicans are going to be spending a ton of money in Georgia because I'm sure. it's the Senate, you know. Yep. Um, so I don't think you're going to be able to avoid it much unless you actively tune out politics. Well, I'm going to actively tune it out personally, but I told him mm -hmm. I said I do intend to vote in this runoff because I don't I think I don't know if I've ever voted in a runoff election, maybe once. Um, but I, I was saying I wonder if you can absentee vote in a runoff. Um, because, you know, that would certainly um, be my pre preference, you know? I think you can. I think that's one of the reasons why there's that long gap. You know, it's like two months. Oh, for them to get out all the all of that information? Because, yeah. yeah, I do want to vote. Fifth, I think it's the date you vote, you know? Okay. So, yeah, I do want to vote in the runoff. Um, I'm just hoping that people will be, uh, you know, even if they spend millions of dollars in Georgia, you know, there's certainly nowadays it's very easy to tune that stuff out. Right. Um, so I'm just hoping that there's enough people that will be mindful enough to, to you know, remember, oh, this is not yet over. Um, because, right. yeah, it's, I mean, it is crucial with with um, the, the count in terms of um, the control of the Senate versus the, the House kind of thing. Right. Because, yeah, I'm looking now, and so on 
so of course the so the AP has officially called it because all that time where they were reporting, they were v being very cautious in not calling the race either way. But right now they are calling it. Um, Joe Biden has over 74 million votes, which from my understanding is the most amount of votes any presidential candidate or I guess ultimately president has ever right. received in an election. And so I'm also hoping that this also ushers in a change with regards to the electoral college. Oh, because I hope so. But we I think, wouldn't I think, be having this conversation if it wasn't for the freaking electoral college. I mean, he's right. up almost 5 million votes over Trump. I mean, you yeah. know, I'm like, that is the will of the people. Over 5 million more people have said, we do not want another Trump presidency. Right. And um, what I'm hoping is that if the Democrats do get both houses of Congress, that's a, an that's something they push for really hard in the first two years. Yes. You know, um, because I think a lot of people want it. Now, I've seen people on Facebook already saying this morning they, they want it to stay because they don't want California, you know, to California and New York to have too much power. They've got too many people. But, but you know that's, that's just it. That's just how it works. Well, well, it's not. And see, one I don't person, even look at vote. it. Right. I don't even look at it that way. Like, I'm, I'm like, as of right now, I feel like my vote is less than somebody in California. Yes. I'm not less of a person. I'm like, I don't care how populous your state is. It's ultimately up to the populace to exercise their right to vote. So if even if California has 10 million people, if only 2 million show up, well, then I guess you're, you know, that's on you. That's not on me. Right. You know, well, and so like all the people who voted for Trump in Georgia, right? Mm -hmm. As it is, really, their vote, their vote now is worthless because mm -hmm. Biden is going to get all of the electoral votes from Georgia, despite the fact it was so close. Right. It's just by popular vote, everybody's vote counts the same. Right. But the reason why they, don't, they say things like that is because New York and California are more liberal than they are. <laughs> and yeah. so they, they, they are clinging on to this thing that makes, you know, you know what I mean? It's, it, they're clinging on to some way to try and keep Republicans in power. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you know, right now I was, I was talking to my sister about the fact that I'm, it's unfortunate that at this point, I mean, you know, I, I was, I'll say I was essentially raised Republican. Um, and then of course I, I, changed over to democrat with um with obama but i didn't i never um voted strictly by the party on the on the ballot you know if i felt like one candidate would made more sense to me kind of thing i didn't care about the party but i said during this election cycle and all the things that mitch mcconnell and others have done over the past several years yeah. have made it that I, you know, and I told you it culminated with the Supreme Court pick. How do you vote some, how do you put someone in eight days before an election when you wouldn't allow eight months before an election? Um, yeah. I said that singular act. And then of course the other little things have made it so that I'm like, I just don't, I, I don't feel like there's any credibility with the Republican party. And I just don't, I feel like it's still a very much an old boy, old old world type of view um, by the Republicans. 
uh, and it's disappointing. So this was the first election that I just voted straight Democrat. I didn't care who was running on the Republican side. I was so angry that it was just all, me voting Republic, uh, for Democrats, period. Yeah. I've so, argued one article um, out there uh, saying that they think that Biden, first thing he does, they think he should go ahead and pardon Trump for the good of us all, because otherwise there'll be you know oh he'll continue to kind of be the news cycle because of well all the that stuff if they that... do bring all these trials against him that it'll continue the trump era that it'll dominate the news cycle it'll keep trump where he wants to be which is you know, the front page yeah, i mean i yeah i could see that but then again it's to then say oh what you did was okay i'm, I'm a little right. torn on that yeah i am too i don't know i don't know how i really feel yeah but today i'm just gonna enjoy it as as we all should um i made oh on i guess it was wednesday what also made my my you know head hurt and me be depressed is i decided for the first time to just go on to facebook you know since me taking a hiatus essentially and i was only going on there to kind of clear out my notifications because on my phone i do have the badges turned on so i was like i'm just getting tired of seeing the badges on the facebook app so I, of course, made the mistake of, you know, scrolling down the feed and, you know, 45 minutes later, I realized, oh, I'm still here. And during that time, all the stuff that I saw, I mean, I had just this visceral reaction to the different things that people who are, you know, who had been my friends in real life had been posting. And I'm like, you know, I don't miss this. I don't need this. Um, I think the election has certainly shone a light on, you know, determining who of the people who had been in my life or who are my Facebook friends, um, you know, that I have to look at them much differently. Um, but I, I just don't feel like I really need social media. I mean, hell, if there's something important going on, you'll send it to me. <laughs> I just, I don't need that noise in my life. Um, you know, I actually went through and unfriended every Trump supporter that I knew was in my friends list days before the election and uh <laughs> i've been so happy on facebook one of my friends posted today about you know all you know they're getting off facebook today because there's so much terrible stuff coming from both sides and and i actually started to reply really because i've seen nothing but people happy <laughs> but see i got rid of all them but isn't that part of the problem though is that you filter out everybody else no because i continue to read the news okay well uh, yeah you do have news. a point but when I use Facebook for interacting with my friends, Facebook should not be a source of stress for me. Exactly. And I mean, I just feel like for me as a whole, social media is that. It feels almost like it's yet another responsibility that I either do a good job at or just I'm terrible at. It feels like another task. But me. I do it because I want to see, you know, what my friends are saying. and do. Right, right. No, I get it. I get it. I just, I, I don't you know because i post things that you know a lot of times i don't feel like sending you every single thing i, I know but you send me like the cream of the crop kind of thing so you know no, i get no, it i get it i get what i need to get from you <laughs> but i mean you know there's lots of stuff you know i'm sure you do that i would find interesting no god no i mean you know what my life is like it's not interesting <laughs> yeah and I mean, if there's anything major, I would let you know, but I just, 
I, I am honestly really considering like deactivating all of my social accounts uh, just so that, you know, yeah, I don't, I mean, I, I, I want to get back to maybe just writing my blog every month or something. I'm like, that should be enough. I don't need all the extra stuff. So, yeah. But the, yeah, I do need to check out the pictures, I guess you said, of the blockade. I mean, it makes no sense to me. Why would he blockade himself? And did he think that the, the, the that Biden supporters were somehow going to come and pull him out or something? I mean, well, I mean, I told you, my mom was saying before the election, you know, that, um, you know, that she had heard that if, you know, Biden won, uh, there would be all these riots and stuff. And I said, what, from the Trumpers? And she was like, no, from, you know, the, the Blacks. So, <laughs> how would they be rioting if he won? You know? <laughs> well, the client who told me that, that he won today, um, that, that Biden won, when we were meeting this week, we're all, she was also talking about the fact that, I mean, she's in New York. And she said that she was, you know, there had been stores as of election day that were closed to the public because they felt like there was going to be riots and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, again, I it's mean, like, I, which country do we live in again? I've had, you know? lots, I've had lots of relatives and stuff contact me right before the election ask had we bought a gun okay wow and i was yeah. like no you know because first of all you know i live in gray georgia and i doubt very seriously if anybody's gonna be rioting here well <laughs> yes that that is that is true but um because i mean and then i said you know look you know all the um the protests in macon they were all peaceful mm-hmm. protests in milledgeville peaceful there was a march here in gray, peaceful. So why would I think that everybody's going to start? And even if there was riots, why would they break in my house? Well, yeah, and I was like, you know, so it's funny because it's like, no, we're not going to deploy the same tactics you guys would if, yeah. you know, when things go sideways. Because I, I mean, this is definitively that point in time where I'm like, I feel like that political party is filled with people who are just don't have any sense when it comes to just i'm like uh, just because of covid and trump do we forget our common decency you know do we forget that we're americans that we don't resort to these types of behavior i just uh, i don't know so this is what i posted today okay since i know you're not gonna go read it yes that is correct um, I know the fight isn't over, but for one day, I'm just going to soak this up and feel good about my country for the first time in a long time. I'm so looking forward to having a civil, respectful, empathetic human being in the White House. For my LGBTQ friends, for my Black friends, for my female friends, for my non-binary friends, for my completely straight and vanilla friends, for my <laughs> Latinx friends, even for the people who aren't my friends, we now have a president for all Americans. Exactly. And yeah, I mean, I know that he has said that, that yeah, he is, his intention is to be a president for all of America, not, you know, not just his base. Um, yeah. I'm just, I am looking forward to there now being an, an adult in the room. Yes. Well, even last night, you know, he gave a little speech and it was my God, it was like complete sentences. <laughs> um, he just, he, and I, that's what I don't get. I've never gotten is that when people listen to people who hate Obama and go on and on, and it's like if you listen to Obama or Biden and then you listen to 
Trump, there's no comparison. No, none. I mean, one of them sounds completely illogical. He, he sounds he sounds not to be rude or anything. I know I, I'm trying to be PC, but he sounds special ed. Yeah, he sounds stupid, unfortunately. He sounds like he did not go to school. Yes. Like and, and after like elementary he, school, he was done. Why would you want somebody as president like that? I've never understood the people who say, oh, I want a president like me. No, I want a president who's smarter than me. Exactly. That is my singular criteria. The person needs to be smarter than me. Um, yeah. I think that, I think, and we've talked about it before. I think it's that they, that people feel um, intimidated by intelligent people. They feel like they're deliberately speaking over them or making things, you know, that, they feel condescended to. Right, right. You know, they would feel the, the conversation we're having right now, they would find condescending. <laughs> right. I, and I mean, you know, okay, you know? that's fine. Yeah. But I mean, it is it's it is frustrating because it feels like, especially with once Trump entered the arena, I mean, we've had some interesting um, Republican candidates. And I mean, hell, back in the day, I voted for McCain, you know, um, but. And, and, you know, that, uh, you know, I've told this story on the show before. The one time I didn't vote Democratic, I think was in 2004. Mm -hmm. I voted in the Republican primary because, which first of all, I hate the fact that I have to, you know, to vote in any particular party's primary. Right, I did, exactly. But anyway, um, so I said, give me a Republican ballot. And I voted for John McCain mm -hmm. over George W. And that was the biggest regret of my life because the next year I had Republicans calling me. Well, yeah. Uh, and, and I remember telling them, look, I voted for John McCain. No way in hell am I voting for George W. Bush now that he's had the nomination. <laughs> you know? So. Well, I mean, and I think I did the same thing as you is that, yeah, in the, in the primary I voted for for McCain and of course yeah he didn't get it but um I it's just I mean it's all I again I mean I it's all politics it's all frustrating but I do really unfortunately feel like there are now these very clear stereotypes of what it is to be a Democrat and what it is to be a Republican now and yeah. for me I feel like because of Trump I lump Republicans I just categorically say okay well if you're Republican then you are all of these things you know like you are maybe simple or you know, just or you know can't have an intelligent conversation um which is unfortunate because it shouldn't be that way but I mean it has been so polarizing and divisive that you know that is kind of how it's become yeah so, um, you know, not to, to move completely off this important topic, but there are other important topics to discuss. So next. Oh, there are? Okay. <laughs> next Wednesday, of course, is my birthday. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. And uh, so I, um, which is also the day of my physical. Yay. <laughs> but uh, so <clears throat> the other day, I get a big package in the mail, right? Ooh, Looks like someone no. has... I don't know. I mean, going to war with the package, right? Okay. And uh, so I'm like, what is this, right? So I open it up, and uh, there's three books in it that were on my wish list, right? And, um, you know, like a one of those gift receipts, you know, from Amazon. Nothing else. And uh, the books, you know, they're all the pages are intact, but they, they've obviously 
had have not had a pleasant experience mm-hmm. and uh so of course you know i'm like i uh t'challa was here so i asked t'challa did he order me something for my birthday and he said no he was going to get something from barnes noble and um so of course i said what well, it must be latoya right because <laughs> you know i yeah. don't so many people who'd spend money on me <laughs> so i called you and it was you right yeah and- so you got me all three books in the um, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina novel series. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm, I was, I'm currently reading a Star Trek book, but as soon as I finish it, I'm going to start the first um, book in the uh, Sabrina series. Um, and of course, it's a show on Netflix. So next season will be its fourth season, which means it's its last season. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So that's kind of upsetting me, but still, I have these books I can read. So I wanted to pu- thank you on the show. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, well, I wanted to be sure I didn't forget. So, like, I was already on Amazon at the time, and I was like, "What is the chance of me being on Amazon again before his birthday?" Because now I have technically, essentially finished Christmas shopping, which reminds me, I need to buy your Christmas gift. But I'm I'm done with. I, I can buy your Christmas and your birthday gift. Yes, because it is two separate things. Yes. Um. So. I was like, let me just go ahead and send it. I wish they would, uh, you know, it's not like I had an, an option to, to delay when the package was coming. Like I took the the furthest date. So like I okay. got the $1.50 credit or whatever it was. Cause I was like, you know, his birthday is not until the 11th. So, um, so yeah, I, and, but I did put the gift receipts in there. Like I selected it because each, I know there were the three books. So like one, I did, you know, happy birthday, Barry from LaToya. I did one that was um, happy birthday, Honky um, from, I can't remember what name I used on that one. And then I did the happy birthday. Oh, Honky, that one I think I put from, you know, your bottom bitch. And then the other one I put happy birthday, Papa Bear from Mocahontas. So that, that kind of sucks that they didn't include it that, you know, but yeah. that was the intent was that I was just being silly with, with um, the gift receipt or the, the gift, whatever. Maybe when they saw a uh, honky, they were like, oh, we can't print these. Well, I, well, but like with bottom bitch, I just did like B and then all the, like just symbols afterwards. Cause I was oh, like, okay. I'm sure they're going to be like, oh no, we're not going to print this or whatever. But, but I mean, as long as you got them, I don't know why they were so battered when you did, but, <laughs> but that's cool. I, I'm glad you, at least you, that you got it. And I hope that you enjoy them. Uh, oh, I'm sure I will. I mean, I, I like, I like that, that setting a lot. So it'd be cool. Um, well, I so, saw today that apparently Al Roker has prostate cancer or something. I have not seen that. Yeah, I saw it on on my uh, was it E News app today, and I was like, oh, that's that's really sad. But I mean, I know like I think my grandfather had prostate cancer when he passed away. He didn't pass away from it. They I think they say that most men after I mean at some point you're going to get it if you live long enough. Kind of one of those things. Right. Um, but it's still kind of scary, you know. I mean, that's never, that's never a good thing, right? So, um, yeah. So yeah, I didn't open. I didn't look at. Okay, it says here that yeah, he revealed on, of course, today that he is, um, that he did receive a prost- a prostate cancer diagnosis. Mm. Um, it says apparently like a pretty nice guy. Yeah, he's sixty six. 
uh, he it says that apparently one in seven African-American men and one in nine men overall will be diagnosed with prostate cancer in their lifetime. So I don't know. I just they, they say that, you know, um, you know, orgasms are good for, you know, men's prostate. Um, what? Yeah. You know, it makes it. Yeah. Um, so Seriously? Doc- yeah. Doctors encourage you, you know, if you don't have a partner, at least to masturbate, you know, regularly. Um, because, yeah, when a, when a man has an orgasm, there's, you know, obviously some clenching that goes on um, in your butthole and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> actually, it actually okay. massages the, um, the prostate and helps get out some of the bad stuff. Um, oh, oh, okay. You, you've never heard this no i've never heard this why would i've why would i have heard that like wh- no i know no. you don't have a prostate but still you should have heard it well then i mean hell that's the excuse i need to use with with k then when he comes home i don't want you to have prostate cancer so um says here uh research suggests that prostate orgasms specifically can lower your risk of prostate cancer Generally speaking, having more orgasms is a good thing for your prostate health. According to one Australian study, men who have had who had five or more orgasms per week, which I don't hit that number usually, were four <laughs> percent less likely to develop prostate cancer than men who had fewer than one orgasm per week. You might want to share that with my hubby, but I'm not trying to encourage him to to, to masturbate. Well, but um, any kind of orgasm. Well, I know. I mean, what what other orgasms are they there i mean you're i mean you're gonna get off right just in terms of you're getting off right right so just any kind of orgasm will lower your rate of prostate cancer but um you know the best kind of orgasm is what they call the male g-spot orgasm which is you know where uh you know the, the fellow has either a finger or something up in his his butt um uh, oh yeah massaging the prostate gland which is found near the anterior wall, part of the rectal wall. Okay, yeah, yeah my husband doesn't like, I mean, I already joke around about right, like, but yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't have to do that. That's the best kind. <laughs> That's the best kind, but. <laughs> but any kind of orgasm is good because it will still cause a reflexive flinching in there, so. Okay, we learn something new every day. Yeah, that, um, I mean, that's what the show is for, is education. I, I, yeah, I guess. Wow. I, but I mean, again, I'm going to use right, that. So this is, this is from a male study. I mean, an American study. Um, if you, if a man has an average of 21 or more ejaculations a month, right. Or about five a week mm-hmm. um, during your lifetime, it decreases the risk of prostate cancer by 33%. And each increase of three ejaculations per week <laughs> It sounds like it was a study done from by a man. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> that it, it, it um. Let's see here it is. Um, if he increases it by three more a week, what? Yeah. It, so I had to click on it to see, and and each increase of three ejaculations per week was associated with an additional fifteen percent reduction. Well, I, damn. I tell wow. you, for my teenage years at, at, alone, I should be at like a negative three thousand <laughs> percent. Prostate cancer risk. Wow. Okay. I just. Uh, I'm. I'm assuming these are reputable sites that you are looking at. This is from at. WebMD. Oh wow. 
Okay. Um, I've the, never heard of this. Yeah, the first thing I mentioned for you came from healthblind.com. Okay. Menshealth.com. Huh. Uh, uh, let's see. That is just so weird to me, but okay. I mean, WebMD frequent ejaculation good for prostate. WebMD. You know, if they if it's on the internet, it must be true. Yeah, there's a it's a lot of it on the internet. Medical News Today. Um, oh, here it is on the um, uh, NaturalHealth.com. <laughs> okay. Maxim. Yeah, Maxim. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, if it's there, then it's definitely true. But anyway. Um, so I've been uh, binging since last night, the second season of The Purge. Okay. Um, I had watched season one because I like The Purge movies. I had watched season one and been just blown away by how good it was. It was just mm-hmm. as good as movies. And um, season two came out, which is the last season, unfortunately. Um, came out quite a while ago and it had finally dropped on Hulu. And for some reason, I just hadn't gone to watch it. And uh, so last night I was thinking about, should I watch some horror movie or whatever? And I was like, well, I'll just go watch season two of The Purge. Mm-hmm. So it's 10 episodes, season two, and I think I'm in episode nine right now. Um, so I started it last night around like eight o'clock, and, um, which is a, a huge binge for me. That is a very huge binge for you. <laughs> um, they're like 40 minutes each, you know. And, uh, and so I'm, I've really enjoyed it. It's been very good. I wish they would do a third season. Um, it's just like the first season. It's set in the world of The Purge. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it, season two has no recurring characters or actors from season one. It's completely different storylines. It's just in the same world, you know. Okay. So I would I wish they would do another one, but unfortunately, as far as I know, there's not. Well, for me, when you you were saying as far as watching TV yesterday, um, Gwen and I got together, or at least I went over to her house to watch. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, we were doing that too, but we actually just hung out in the living room and we watched Love Actually because that was the day it released in 2003. Right. <laughs> so we're going to make it like an annual thing. I, I don't know. I just love that movie. And I, and I was like, it's one of those where no matter where it is in the movie, if I somehow come across it, I'm going to watch it. Um, but I think I looked and I saw like on Rotten Tomatoes or something, it was only at 64%. And I'm like, I think it was just it. I just have some sort of emotional connection to the movie. So, I mean, I was saying, you know, people in like my, my nephew or even my niece's generation, it probably wouldn't get it or it just wouldn't be as relevant to them. Right. They, you know, make references to things that I'm like, well, you know, if you're, if you're of a certain age, you may not even know what the hell they're talking about. But it is perennially one of my favorite movies to watch. Um, so, I, you know, that was really cool that we had the chance to just kind of, you know, do it on its, you know, its anniversary day. Because I was telling her that I said, the, I said, whenever I think of that movie, I actually always think about Sam, the little boy, you know, in the movie. Uh, and I said, uh, she is watching The Queen's Gambit finally. And I said, you know you're going to see him again. And I said, it's interesting to see him um, for one. I'm like, I'm feeling really old. Cause I said, you know, he, yes, he did have a, uh, he played a character on game of Thrones, but I said, you'll see him in the queen's gambit. And it's like, he looks the same, but not, you know, I mean, obviously you're much older now, but uh, I said, I, 
when I saw the Queen's Gambit and he was on it, it of course immediately reminded me of Love Actually. I was like, oh yeah, you know, I have to watch it. So, so it worked out that we got to see it. You still haven't watched the Queen's Gambit, right? I have not. You should, because I'm very surprised the types of people I've heard that have enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, all my friends online who've seen it loved it. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um, I think you would find it interesting as well. I mean, is it, it is a movie or a series. It's it's a limited series on Netflix, um, and it's it's really really very good. Um, I'm, let me, there we go. It is how many episodes is it? Because it's it's not very many. It's just a mini series, and it has seven episodes. Okay. But I mean, it's not, like I said, it wasn't something that I'm like, oh yeah, you're gonna, you know, I didn't immediately think, oh, Barry's gonna love this, but it it is really good. No matter, you know, even if you're not into chess, it's not really so much just about chess. Um, I, will, I will admit the first thing when you said it was seven episodes, what went through my mind, I was like, that's a lot of episodes about chess. Yeah, but uh, I'm not, like I said, just at least watch the first episode and then oh, decide, yeah. you know, whether or not you want to go much further. But I think uh, you will enjoy it. So, you know, I called you the other day for advice, uh, female advice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was married, or I was with somebody for like 30 years, right? And she had allergies, so I never wore cologne, right? And uh, so I've used aftershave. You know where this story's going, right? Yes, I do. Okay, so so I called you because I was thinking about trying to get a, you know, maybe start wearing cologne, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, some dude will walk by and I'll be like, oh, that smells nice, right? So, um. So your advice was to not buy anything online because everything I was finding online was like hundreds of dollars a bottle. Mm-hmm. And you directed me towards body spray. Yes. Right. Um, so I, I did order something online. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Amazon, right? And I was looking for different kind of body sprays. And um, so it was delivered today. And okay. so I found one that I thought I would like. Mm-hmm. And of course I always read the reviews, right? And the most helpful review, the one that came up first, right, was by this girl named Sierra. And it was entitled, Yes, Daddy. Right? Okay. All in yes, caps. Exclamation point. <laughs> five stars. Right? And it says, love this. My husband started wearing the cologne after we'd been dating about a year. The scent reminds me of being carefree, so in love, and completely drawn to everything about my handsome, mysterious husband. So she couldn't find the cologne for a good price, so she bought um the body spray right she said it smells exactly the same couldn't be more happier or turned on okay well all right all right <laughs> uh-huh so, um, so i ordered it and um it's uh it's called uh it's a tommy bahama okay saint bart's men body spray right mm-hmm. all right so it says it has a bracing and refreshing blend of island inspired scents right treats you to the essence of the caribbean Right? All right. I like beach smells and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So it's made with an exhilarating blend of sea vine, guava nectar, Ugh, and agave tequila. Mm-mm, no. Right? So I tried it today. That smells good. It is really nice. Well, I just think it's hilarious that because I'm. It was just the weirdest conversation. I was I was on the other line talking to my mom. We're obviously being a work day, and then 
you call and I'm like, why are we having this conversation? Because <laughs> it just felt so weird because, you know, like you said, you'd been married or with this person for so long that this right. essentially was foreign to you. So yeah, you were all like, oh, I found this online and it's like 200 and something dollars. I'm like, um, you need to back that up because, <laughs> you know, I'm like something like that, anything that involves the you know you smelling something i'm like you can't really do that online because there are plenty of things that when you look at the fragrance profile you're like oh this is this is gonna smell great you know i love those scents and then right. you get it and you're like oh god you know it's just so yeah i i had to of course tell you about well do the cheaper version which is the body spray because right. um, yeah then you get you know then you get to spend less money and decide if you really do like that fragrance but I know it was also important to you that you're like oh it needs to be a fragrance that a female would like because right. which yeah is truly important because I as I told you you know Kate bought some got some stuff from Bath and Body Works one of the last times we were there and it was a new fragrance for him and I, sm I smelled it and I was like yeah no you need to take that on the road with you because oh I just, it, I, yeah, I did not like it at all. So well, a lot of things that I see that are like classic men scents, mm -hmm. like that have like, you know, teak wood and stuff like that in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of those, they smell to me for my scent anyway. Um, they, they smell too musky. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't want to smell like that. I know women seem to like it, you know, because even when I was talking to some, I asked, I was telling the story about me talking to you to somebody at work. Mm hmm. And she was like, oh, I love teak wood and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hmm. You know, yeah, I mean, several Bath and Body Works fragrances. Include yeah, I just like, I, for me, I like, um, I like, you know, I know I'm, picked, I'm picking out things that I like to smell. But, you know, if I'm going to be wearing it all day, it needs to be something that I would enjoy as well. Yep, very true. I want, I want something that's kind of like, you know, I love, um, you know, smells like the beach. I like like clean linen kind of smells. Yeah, I, like, I know you like vanilla. I love vanilla. Yeah. I love any kind of um, uh, I can't think of the word for it, but you know, like uh, like orange and you know those kind of scents. Mm -hmm. right? And so this sounded perfect. And so I smelled it today. It smells really good, but I haven't sprayed it on me yet. Okay, because right? yeah, I mean, it interacts with your own body, right? um yeah so yeah it's so funny i don't understand this like it says to spray, hold it six inches from my body and spray my entire body not my face mm -hmm. right well like how much i don't want to smell like i'm like you know one of those boys with the axe body spray after pe right so, but it's like do i just like give a quick little whiff all over me or yeah and i mean it's one of those things where you kind of kind of have to play at it you know yeah. until you kind of find the right balance so i mean as you start to use it and you interact with others you can read their <laughs> facial expressions you know if something if See, someone that's my concern <laughs> is i don't want to like you know on day one it's like <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, you know i don't, I don't want to like overwhelm people you know but that's part of why they say to hold it six inches away from your body because they right. want to give it like this a misting kind of effect rather than a you know you bathed in it kind of thing <laughs> Right. Um, but then too, you want to make sure you have enough. So it kind of lasts throughout the day um, right. rather than, but um, yeah. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a question for you though. Mm -hmm. All right. So apparently with the body sprays on Amazon, they, they rank, they rate them by these four different features. Okay. Three of them make perfect sense to me. Scent, mm -hmm. value for money, 
Okay. Longevity. Okay. But then there's a fourth one. And I do not understand this in relation to fragrance. And it is thickness. What does thickness mean in terms um, of fragrance? I would think that it's talking about its intensity. Um, I mean, that's my assumption is, okay. the, is the intensity or, or how long. Well, no, the longevity is how long. But yeah, I think maybe yeah. the intensity. Um, that so might this, one, this one, its highest rated, rated one was scent. Okay. It's got 4.2 out of 5, right? Uh, the thickness is next, though. It's four out of five. Okay. Then value so three point eight, and uh, it's only a three point two in terms of longevity. And some people say that you know that's their only complaint is it doesn't seem to last mm -hmm. as some others. Yeah. Um, so like this one dude says he has he has like a, a second can at work. Yeah. Yeah. In the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, yes, I I get it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like, you know, a female would have to do some, you know, as far as like maybe touching up makeup or whatever, you just want to, depending on what you're doing. And again, um, based on the intensity, the longevity and the thickness, um, you may have to do a touch up. So still maybe you'll feel you need to do, a, you know, just spritz to, to you know, lighten it up, up again. <laughs> so do I want it thick? Not too thick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do, again, you don't want to be overpowered by it, but you have to also remember that when you spray it on in the morning, you know, if you don't get kind of enough on by the time you get to school and, you know, an hour or two later, it might dissipate and you don't even realize you're wearing it, but you also don't want it to be too overpowering. So again, it's just a matter of you kind of playing around with, you know, how you apply it and the reactions you get <laughs> when you apply it. I think yeah. it'll be okay. Uh, well, I think I mean, that first morning, you know, I have like that one student that I'm very close to and <laughs> she comes to see me in the mornings. And so I think I'm going to ask her, Hey, how do I smell? Uh, that, that is so inappropriate, but, um, well, but I'm not going to do that to just a random girl. I get that, but still, <laughs> but you know, this is somebody, I mean, she, she, she would just think it's funny that I would ask her, you know? Well, I would say maybe just see if she notices first before you ask her oh how do i smell well i would tell her i'm trying a new body spray you know that's still so weirdly inappropriate but okay you think so because um I mean, yeah <laughs> well i mean some people might you know because of it i mean it's, it's body it's, it's a stuff almost like this, I, I mean obviously i need to ask a female right 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 yeah you say am i using enough am i using too much yeah, but that's still not something you would ask a student. Well, she's like 18. Oh, I'm not asking her in a sexual way. What is wrong with you? I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you're asking her in a sexual way, but it could be taken that way. And so that is the concern is, you know, she goes to her friends and is like, oh, Mr. Reese stink? told me. <laughs> it just, I, I don't know. That's but do whatever. Huh? I, I, don't, I don't understand your, your feelings about this. I mean, I know it's in a, it's completely innocent to you, and that's fine. But again, I think it's the whole having a student asking a student of yours, so someone you have essentially, you know, control over. But she's um, not in. She's not in my class. Still, that's. She goes to say hey in the morning. Don't you have anyone else that could sniff you? <laughs> don't you think it's even weirder to ask a coworker? 
Well, I mean, at least, well, it's it's less creepy because, I mean, you're both adults, but they would still maybe get the same, you know, like, takeaway, like, oh, is he, you know, trying to hit on me or... Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, but I need a female view. I don't want to ask a dude because the dude's going to be like, eh, he's fine. Yeah. And, I mean, you can't really ask your mom because it's your mom. Right. Exactly. Hmm. I I would feel like it's better to ask a coworker, uh, but sure, do what you got to do. <laughs> How about I do both? Okay, well then that that to me would cancel each other out, and that would be there. Okay. You go. Yes, all day long. I'll just ask every female. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, so I was looking at, there, there was a BuzzFeed list about, you know, if you're obsessed with the Queen's Gambit, then here are 16 underrated shows and movies you'll love. So they have Emma, which it, in this one stars the lead actress in Queen's Gambit. She's in that version of, you know, Emma, because they're, I mean, that's been done many, many times. Right. Uh, that's on HBO Max. Then there's Godless. Um, it apparently has the character Sam from um, Love Actually. Who, the actor is uh, Thomas Brody Sangster. He's in that one. I've never even heard of it. It's a miniseries that have, revolves around an 1880s town in New Mexico. Um, yes. It's a Netflix one. I, I don't. I'm. I've never been really into the western type thing. So I I don't know if I'll watch that. Then there's the Queen of Cotway. I remember hearing about it. It had uh, has Lupita. Forgot I can't pronounce her last name. And David Oyelowo. Okay. Um, That's on Disney Plus. I did watch recently The Devil All the Time. That's a more recent one. It's on Netflix. It's it's a weird movie. Like I watched it because it has Tom Holland in it, and I just really like him. It has Bill um, Bill Skarsgård in it. It even has Robert Pattinson in it, which you know, outside of having watched him in Harry Potter, I and you know, I've, I've seen one of the Twilight movies. Um, you know, I never really gave, I don't really think of him as like an actor, but he did a really good job in the movie, despite the movie being really, really weird. Uh, they have listed A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which I never got around to watching. I'd wanted to, yeah. but I'm like, I, it's one of those movies, movies where I'm like, I have to be in a certain mood to want to watch it. Um, you know, I love, of course, you know, I love Mr. Rogers, but I, I don't know, I, that's weird. Then there's a, one called Mrs. America. I've never heard of it. It's on Hulu. Um, it takes place in 1958 to 1968. And it's a, a miniseries about women like Gloria Steinem and um, that kind of thing. Um, then there's The Great. It has Elle Fanning in it. It's a Hulu one as well. Yeah, I might have to just bum your Hulu login or something. Because okay. uh, you know, I just I I just don't see the point in subscribing to it personally. I watch Hulu. That's why I'm watching the uh, the uh, the what you call it, Bird right now. So does Hulu? Is it like Disney Plus or Netflix or even Amazon now, where you have profiles, or is it just? Yes. Oh well, how many how many profiles do they give you on Hulu? Uh, I think I pay for two. 
But um, T'Challa's never used. He just goes in and watches it as me. Um, they only give you two on Hulu. That's yeah, I think yeah, I, I, it could be three. Um, but you have to pay to get more than that. That's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the others, like Disney Plus and Netflix, I, don't, I mean, obviously, I don't, you can't buy more profiles. It's just you pay this one price and you get up to this many profiles. So it seems kind of weird that Hulu would have a pricing um, yeah, I know that, I know I could have bought more, but I you know I didn't think I needed that. Many. Right, right, huh? So they have the Crown listed, which I love the Crown. I can't wait for the next season. Uh, Alias Grace, I actually did watch. Um, I don't know something. I don't know why I decided to watch it. Have you ever uh, have you seen it? No. I mean, it's it's definitely up your alley. It's um. It's a miniseries based on the book of the same name by Margaret Atwood. It tells the story of Grace Marks, an, an Irish immigrant convicted of for the murder of her employer and his housekeeper. Um, it has, um, what's her name from oh, True Blood? Um, Anna Paquin. Yes, thank you. Yeah, um, I believe it has her in it. It's, it's not a very long miniseries, but I did think it was really interesting because i don't you know i i don't usually skew on that side of of my viewing and then they list the english game which my mom was who told me about it which was on netflix and we talked about it before about you know basically the game of football and how it started and that kind of thing and how you know the rich people didn't want the lower classes playing it and you know story of life so (laughs) and then there's one called end game uh I don't, I, I don't know. It's also, it's, it's, it's a movie about the, it follows former chess player. I can't even pronounce the name, but that one looks like it might be of interest to me because in the, in, in the picture, um, it looks like actors that I've seen before. Um, among the list is a marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is fantastic. Did you ever, do you watch Maisel? Never seen it so weird the imitation game that was a really good movie did you see that one uh no oh jeez. okay well whatever so yeah i think there's one or two things on the list that it would be of interest to me but again i i i need you to hook me up with hulu okay i'll do that <laughs> well i know that they've had some deals online where you can get like espn and disney plus and hulu but i'm like but i already have all of these in different you know like with espn I pay for that one, I think, separately. But Disney Plus, yeah, I've gotten... I don't, I don't pay for the any of those extra things through Hulu except for... I think I do get Showtime through Hulu. Oh, okay. I well, yeah. I was watching, um, you know, uh, Penny Dreadful, the sequel. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, the thing is that, like, for me, you know, I have Netflix through my brother. My brother, uh, my Kay and I share a profile under there, which is kind of frustrating because he skews all of the, the recommendations. But you know, I do have Amazon uh, Prime, and we do, we have started using now that they've introduced profiles. I have mine; he has his. Um, and then ESPN Plus, I got because I wanted to see all of Thirty for Thirty, despite them not having every single episode on there. All right, all right. I figured out the Hulu thing. Okay. All right. So you can have up to six profiles, but what they they make you pay for is simultaneous streams. Right. And they do that with Netflix as well. Okay. 
So the I have with the plan I have, you get two simultaneous streams. Oh, okay. Um, but you, if you go all the way up, you can get more. Um, so for instance, I pay for ad-free Hulu. Mm-hmm. So I get two simultaneous streams and six profiles. Cool. The next level up though would go from eleven ninety nine a month to um, fifty dollars a month. Whoa. Because it would give me Hulu plus live TV. Okay. And then I would have unlimited screens for an additional $9.99 a month. So it'd be like $60 a month. That's insane. So I use FUBU for my live TV. FUBO. And so I don't pay for the Hulu live TV. Um, Okay. Yeah. I it's all of it is just hilarious but anyway so the reason why mine is not even though disney owns espn all that stuff because i use the same login for espn plus um obviously when disney plus was doing their really special huge deal of but go ahead and pay for three season um you know three years um i bought that package so i had to then add on espn and then you know then i'm like then i would have to add hulu i'm like yeah no um i'm i'm good so mm. so yeah you're going to have to give me a profile on hulu then cuz i don't want to have to pay extra <laughs> for for something that i just i don't really see there's never been a show that i'm like oh i have to get hulu to watch oh it. see i use hulu to watch um superstore um it okay. just came back. i watched it of course i watched my brooklyn 99 on it mm-hmm. um, i watch all my fox and nbc shows on it because i don't watch anything live well uh, but well yeah that's true too i do, do the same but i mean you know i still have cable you know i do pay I for have a, a top tier right so it's like i do pay for a top tier of cable so i can have and then i of course pay for the premiums showtime um hbo and i think and then stars so um, even though it's like I, I could probably almost get away with getting rid of my cable and all that stuff because I mostly watch um, Netflix and Amazon Prime. Yeah. But I'm just used to it. I'm like, it's not breaking the bank right now. So I'm just going to leave things as they are. <laughs> all right. I'm about to send it to you. Almost. Yay. I get Hulu because I know what's um, Handmaiden's Tale or whatever is huge on Hulu. But I'm like, it's not really my cup of tea. So I was. I haven't watched it. It's way too depressing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, yeah, no, I don't really, I don't need that. Yeah. Which is funny because, you know, I love watching horror and stuff like that. That stuff doesn't depress me. It doesn't bother me. (laughs) But there's certain things that bother me. Okay. And so I don't really watch those. Like, um, I tried to watch, you know, I love horror movies, but I tried Mm -hmm. to watch a couple movies the other night. But I spit on your grave and I spit on your grave too. <laughs> okay. Um, but they bothered me a lot. I didn't I didn't so enjoy. it wasn't just horror, it was depressing stuff, subject matter. The, the, the plot of both of them um are about these women who are violently raped. Okay. And then they basically go and get revenge. And I like revenge movies. I've seen a lot of revenge movies, you know, Death Wish and stuff, and I enjoy those. But the um the rapes were um, particularly brutal and long. Hmm. Um, okay. Like uh, in the first one, I mean, the, the rape scene with her getting raped, I mean, it took like 10 to 15 minutes. Jeez. And um, yeah, that just feels too much like it's almost 
it's almost like some sort of weird rape pornography at that point. Okay. Okay. I and I just felt, that. I felt bad, you know, and I know she, she goes back and she gets her revenge and stuff, but I, st- I don't like that. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm bothered sometimes with, you know, I don't like, I don't like it when you kill the dog. Or oh, the okay. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Leave That's the dog a bit and the much. kid alone. <laughs> um, and, uh, and there's stuff like you've watched, you watched um, Glee, right? Of course, yeah. I saw it when it right, was. So you on. know, in season yeah. one, when uh, Quinn finally tells her parents that she's pregnant, and mm-hmm. Ed, you know, kicks her out of the house, and you know, she's crying, and she says, "You know, I just need my daddy to hold me and tell me it's going to be okay." Right? Mm-hmm. That that scene. I mean, I don't really remember the scene, but I, I trust that. All right. It did so happen. that scene um, really bothered me. I don't like things where it's like kids and parents and. And like parents abandoning their kids or making them. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to take it to a weird place. And no, I don't like that. And um, and so when we were watching, when I was showing the series to um, Draknara, because mm-hmm. I knew she would love it because she loves those kind of shows. Mm-hmm. When we got to that one. She hates Quinn. She just hates Quinn. And um, she still hated Quinn after that scene. I, you but know, I mean, yeah, her character is. A I bitch. cried. I, mean, I cried at that scene the first time. Oh wow. And when I showed it to her again, even though I'd seen it before, I still cried. Hmm. I, there's something about that that just really bothers me. So if I know the movie's going to be like that kind of thing, I just mm-hmm. want to watch it. Well, no, and I'm like you too with certain types of movie. I know going into it, kind of even with the Mr. Rogers thing, but more so like movies that deal with like slavery and that kind of thing. I just, I, 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 I can't. I, it's, right. it's just a difficult watch for me yeah hmm okay so what else is going on with you have you been doing much writing or yeah i'm working on um you know uh this sword and sorcery book with this character called grimar and Mm um i'm probably about four or five thousand words away from finishing it and um then i've got a couple things i could work on next i've been kicking around ideas for lazarus gray volume 14 Um, i've been at some point a bunch of characters i created other people are writing stories for four of them but i need to write one for the fifth one okay this anthology thing and so i could do that but that's only ten thousand words um next year will be the 10th anniversary of the lazarus gray character so i know pro se is talking about doing some stuff for that um i don't know much of the details but they they asked me could i do a um, like a 5,000 word serial for each month, mm-hmm. kind of like the 12, the 12 labors of Lazarus Gray or something. And um, I'm like, yeah, I could probably write 5,000 words a month on that while doing <laughs> it. Um, so yeah, I'm still writing. Okay. I mean, that's good. Yeah. I, I have not written anything in a long time, so. We'll do it today. Well, I, I, I'm one of those that have to be inspired to write. And, you know, uh, I, I don't have my muse anymore to have all that tortured whatever writing, but um, I don't, I don't know. In the muse. You don't? Oh, because you have there's Sometimes one. you'll be more inspired than other times, but, you know, you have to look at your writing as a job. Well, yeah, but I, I, I don't do, you know, I don't treat it that way. And so when I'm more <laughs> inspired to write... Um, when I, you know, there's more emotions and stuff and I feel like, you know, putting it to paper. And of course my preference is to do it in like poem form. 
but um, I just haven't really felt it lately. I think I wrote something maybe a couple, like a month or two. I scribbled it. I was sitting here in the office working and then I just, I scribbled it. I'm always, whenever I write stuff, it's always like on these different like little whether it be a sticky note or something, I still, I keep them, you know, even the, even right. if I put them, um, you know, I, I make electronic versions of it, but um, where is it? I did start one that I did not finish on a legal pad. Let me see. And I was like, I don't even know if it's any good. Uh, I know you've never really been a poetry type of person, right? Not really. Um it's harder for me to get into poetry and I don't write much poetry very hardly ever. Yeah, I wrote, so I found it. I didn't even put a date on it. it sucks. Um, it doesn't have a title. I don't even know if I finished it. Um, but it's right now it's, it's three stand stanzas. So it's, this is only temporary. This is just for now taken each day, the best way you know how. The past is the past. The future is uncertain. There is no time, no time like the present to rise above, pull back the curtain. Life may not be as we want it. Lament and move on. There's only one life to live. Get back up and do it now. But anyway, That's I just don't, I just don't really, like I said, I just don't really write as much as I used to. So that did happen relatively recently, but I want to get back into, into writing. I just, I, I'm like, I, I think I'm kind of exhausted by life in some ways, sometimes definitely overwhelmed. I don't have as much energy as I, you know, want or used to. Uh, it's just, you know, adulting is just sometimes yeah. more than, you know, you know what I mean, so... There's, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of days I'm like, I just don't feel like writing, but I try to write something, even if it's only a couple hundred words. Hmm. Yeah, no. I... Because what I always tell my kids, too, is I said, you can go back and edit the worst page ever, but you mm -hmm. can get something that doesn't exist. Yeah, I just... Uh... But you get it down, then you can fix it. I don't know. But I do miss it. I mean, I, but then too, I need to start reading again. Um, because, you know, I can always tell when I, or when I start to feel dumber or my vocabulary <laughs> becomes very strained uh, that I, I need to do more reading. And so I, you know, I know I downloaded or purchased the, the books from the sports yeah. books that you'd, I just hadn't even read them yet. So uh -huh. So I need to do that. I mean, part of the turnoff is the fact that I have to read it on, um, you know, that it's a Amazon read and uh, I prefer my iBooks to Amazon's app. So, yeah. Anyway. So anything interesting coming up for you? Um, not really. I mean, uh, we've got two weeks uh, left of school before Thanksgiving. And then, um, we come back and we have like six days before the start of end of course tests. Okay. And, you know, then January we'll have a whole new semester. Um, I'm, I'll miss uh, some of the kids from this semester because the face-to-face -face classes have been, you know, so small. Um, so I feel like I've, I've, you know, have a real close connection with all of them. Right, right. 
So, it's like the, the ideal teaching environment to have the small classes so you can really oh, yeah. get to know. Yeah, it's too bad that <laughs> that's just, you know, a thing of the past, uh, having yeah. the nice small class sizes. And I mean, I always feel like I have a, a good connection with most of my students, but certainly the smaller ones, it's just so much easier. Right, right. Yeah, I, I feel like it's so much deeper, um, you know, and I can tell you, you know, oh, this student's going to struggle with this because of this. And mm-hmm. this be great with it. And, you know, there are fewer surprises, you know, because there's fewer kids to get to know. Right, right. When you've got 32 kids that are all completely different and some of them have, you know, third grade reading levels and some of them are college reading levels all in the same classroom. Um, it's difficult. Now, you have to do a lot of classroom management, which takes away from teaching. Right. There's five people, you know. If you can't handle five people, then you really. <laughs> um, so, but it'll be it'll be weird. Um, semesters are always different because sometimes you get kind of excited because you know it's like okay, you know, starting new stuff. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, then it's always like you know, you miss the old students, and you know, what if I don't like my classes and that kind of stuff. So. Okay. And even as an adult, you know, it's always like, what if they don't like me? Yeah, I think, yeah, I do think that we never really ever get past that. We're yeah. always curious about, oh, how someone's going to perceive you and receive yeah. you and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, so that's coming up. Um, oh, I mean, Thanksgiving, obviously, is coming up in a few weeks. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to be it. With his mom for that. Oh, and I think he's going to be with her for Christmas even christmas day also oh wow I'm but of course i had him for both last year so. yeah that, that is very odd i mean you know i know divorce decrees are written in different different ways when it comes to the kids i'm surprised that yeah well, i think alternate holidays mm-hmm. but last year you know i guess she had other things going on so she just asked me if i wanted him for both and uh of course that has not surprised me this year she wants him for both because i had him for last year you know right yeah so you were about to talk about your uh thanksgiving plans right yeah yeah so i mean obviously because of covid things are different um it's weird because i've not seen in person my favorite cousins in almost a year the last time i saw them was christmas uh but there's there's a chance that I may see at least them for Thanksgiving. We were going to do a kind of a, a smaller Thanksgiving than is the norm. So um, I'm hoping that it's not just my immediate family, which is still cool. Um, you know, I hope I do get to see them. So there's a chance that I may be able to, um, they may be coming. The one thing is that I found out that my uncle, um, you know, from my favorite cousins, uh, he uh, ended up getting COVID, so um, I, I don't know if those if our plans have now changed or if it'll just be that he's not coming or something. But um, I'm looking forward to it as well because Kay will be home again. You know, he, at this mm-hmm. point, he's only home like once a month, which is certainly frustrating. So, um, so yeah, um, I'm just looking forward to that break. I'm supposed to be off uh, on your birthday because you know, it is technically a federal holiday. And so I typically do not work on federal holidays. And I'm not um, off on my birthday. 
yeah, that sucks. You know, yeah. I, I always take my birthday off. I think there's only one time that I've not had it off. Um, but yeah, I will, I'm supposed to be off that day, but I don't know. I may have to, well, I should probably be playing catch up, but it'll just kind of depend on my mood when I wake up in the morning. Uh, so, so I'm looking forward to at least having a theoretical break on Wednesday, yeah. <laughs> this coming Wednesday. Um, but outside of that, just really happy that I've gotten uh, Christmas presents purchased. Uh, and yeah, I guess I'm going to have to do yours. I, I may have to pay for the stupid gift wrapping so that you know that, you know, you don't need to open it. Um, I haven't even looked at your wish list for Christmas yet. Yeah, mine is good. Kenrick has apparently, he says that he's bought me a couple things already off of it. So he's like, there's supposed to be some stuff coming from Amazon. Don't open it. I was like, well, does it have your name on it? He's like, yeah. I said, well, I'm not going to open it. Yeah. I'm like, usually if there's a package or something that has his name on it, I don't just open his mail. You know, if it's something that has his name just because it has his name and I still have to pay it kind of thing, I open that. But I'm like, dude I, I still respect people's privacy so, right. so he's like yeah just don't open it and I'm like mm, okay whatever because I mean I already got his um Christmas present but then again I've been gifting him presents all year I mean he has a Beats headphones and he got you know uh his new iPad and so you, have you know yeah well I decided especially when all the controversy came um I split out all of my Gone with the Wind stuff Okay. to dedicate it to one list and then yeah then I have my main one so I mean I obviously want stuff off of both but um I was deliberate in splitting out Gone with the Wind okay I'm looking at your wish list yeah because I got um he got me the one of the uh Gone with the Wind Barbies so uh where she's in the you you said you have or you haven't seen Gone with the Wind Oh, I've seen it. Okay. Um, she's wearing the red dress. So I have that Barbie. So I don't have the one where she's in that, like the green and white dress or whatever. And that would be kind of cool to add to my my very loved collection of Gone with the Wind gotcha. memorabilia. So, so yeah. So, yeah. I didn't it's that a time. whole lot of uh, Atlanta United on there. No, not it. Well, I mean, they, they, there's nothing that I really want. I mean, I have clothing and stuff for Atlanta United, and um, yeah, there's not really anything that I really want right now. I mean, you don't have your your um, sports team stuff on your list that I or do you? I didn't see. Um, any. At this point, I don't think there's anything that I that I particularly need. Yeah, um, exactly. I've got my jacket, my t-shirts, and my you know all that kind of stuff. But. I mean, I wouldn't say no to, to any Atlanta United stuff, but part of it is that, you know, typically it's clothing type items. I have more than enough clothes, so I don't want to, you know, right. do that too. So yeah, it's, 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 it is what it is. So um, yeah, without our, our favorite co-host here, we don't have a question for the day. We don't, and he did not send me one. Of course but, not. <laughs> but um, I'm hoping that he will, I guess, be on next week with us, possibly. That's the plan, as far as I know. Okay. Well, you know, definitely let me know. So, yeah. so I'm yeah. going to go uh, finish watching the last episode and a half of The Purge Season 2. 
Okay, and I'm going to, well, I have to finish doing some work in the office. Um, I know, but because I didn't work really on Wednesday and because so there when was you take a, a day off, you make yourself work on the weekend? No, I don't usually. If I can't play catch up, I'll make myself work because I don't want, you know, to be too much in the weeds going into the next week. Um, but you know, normally what happens is Mondays, I, I really, it's supposed to be my personal office day. So I don't really, I don't do much client work on Mondays. Uh, but I had to use last Monday to make up for, you know, I, I, I've been, I don't know, my moods have really impacted my ability to work in some, in some cases, it's that time of year when my seasonal depression is worse than it normally is. So, um, so no, I have to play a bit of catch up because I had a client emergency yesterday and I spent the majority of my day dealing with sorting out some uh, website issues or at least getting an expert in to do that. So um, yeah, it kind of threw my day off. Uh, and so I've had to play a little bit of catch up as a result of it. So I was working right before I, we started the show. And I'm like, I just need to put a pin in the last thing that I was working on. Mm. Um, and then, you know, kind of go on from there. Cause yeah, I still need to finish. I'm in gossip girl season five. So I only have one more season left and I'm being, I think what I've been watching it for like a week or something. And, uh-huh. you know, each one of the, the um seasons the first season i think was 18 but the there was it was 18 then i think 24 25 episodes in the second season um seasons three and four have like 22 um but yeah i'm in five and then season six only has 10 in it so i'm not even halfway through season five which i mean i'm sure i'll be done with it tonight or something uh but after that since I now have access to Hulu, I, I just saw a show that I might start watching. It's a period piece, of course, called Harlots. It's about prostitutes. Sounds fun. Uh, huh? Sounds fun. Well, I mean, you know, I like my, my period. You no, know, I know you like your harlots. That, that's, yeah, that's it. So it is, it's, it's a BBC series originally, which, you know, I do love the Brits. Um, it's apparently three seasons and it is on Hulu. Uh, there are 24 episodes. Again, it is a British series. So um, it is, a, and it's, it's saying in, the, um, in 1763 London, women's opportunities for e- economic advancement are either through marriage or sex work. Um, so yeah, it just looked of interest to me. Yeah. So I'll, I'll tell you about it. <laughs> um, um, I've been enjoying Star Trek Discovery. You know, the season started again. And this last week, the episode, I think, was the best episode in the entire series so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very, very good. Very good. Okay. So. But yeah, Harlot was apparently on from 2017 and ended this past year, 2019. So... I will let you know what I think. I do think it's funny that that is the first thing that I've decided to watch on <laughs> on Hulu, but um, yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I guess we're going to log out then. Yep. So until next time. Yep. The, uh, by the time we come back, I will be a year older. <laughs> yes, that, that is true. Yes. 
All right. So everybody. Oh, by the way, there's one other thing I want to tell you. Really? We've talked about, you know, trying to get, you know, people to like pay for stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah. What we need to do is have a Patreon. You've mentioned that before. Who, yeah, do you well, have one in mind? Yeah. Well, don't make them don't make them pay for like the old episodes. But several podcasts I listen to, they just have a Patreon account where, um, you know, people who want to help pay for the show to keep going and just donate, you know, whatever they want to, $2 a month, $3 a month, whatever, right? Um, and uh, so they could do that, and then maybe we would give them something, like, uh, I don't know, we'd send them, like, an autographed picture of me. <laughs> or some of the podcasts I listen to, they just, they just um, announce their names, you know, at the beginning or end of the episodes. Well, it's funny, because... Um with so you know my sister and i we watch this uh youtuber uh Coromora, for animal crossing and we were watching her stream last night or her last recorded stream and yeah i mean you know she's of course playing in the game and talking to people and you'll see popping up on the screen you know when people donate like a dollar 99 or 4.99 and she'll of course say oh you know thanks to whoever blah 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 um but yeah that I would be interested to see what kind of patron model might work for us and whether or not it's something that works easily within the platform that we use, Podbean. So, yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Everybody go out there and have a fucking fantastic week. Bye. Bye. Uh...